We want to get to the point where 90% of students are hired within 90 days of graduation. For us, it's very important that when you graduate from Lambda, we want to say this person has a stamp of approval. They understand these 120 things, and we know that, we've verified that, and we'll stand by them. In, in the long term, that will matter a lot when it comes to employers and hiring, that they, they know what a Lambda graduate means. Welcome to the Hacker Noon Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Lipinski. In this episode, I interview Austin from Lambda. They're a new revolutionary school that invests in their students. The courses are actually free and you don't actually pay them until you've actually completed the course and get a job in the industry and are making over $50,000 a year. So if you're interested in learning programming, this is a really interesting episode to learn more about Lambda and how they train software engineers. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Austin. Tell us a bit about who you are and what you're working on. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Austin. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Lambda School. Uh, at Lambda School, we train people to be software engineers and data scientists in live online classes. Um, we do that for free in exchange for a share of your income for two years once you're making more than 50K in the field that you study for. So we're you know, trying to create a very, very high quality <clears throat> kind of risk-free education where you don't pay unless it works. And so tell us a little bit about your background and why you got into this. Yeah, so before I moved to San Francisco, I was living in a small town in Utah. Um, and when I came out to San Francisco, you know, I was working in tech at a lending company, a fintech company in San Francisco, and just saw how crazy the disparity was in kind of opportunity and salary and what the world looked like inside tech versus outside of it. And I'd go back home and try to convince my friends, you know, go learn to code, go, you know, find a way to get into this new economy because it's, it's something really special. And they'd say, you know, it's a cheap code school would be $12,000 and I would have to move. There's just no way that's possible. And so people who are just as smart as I am and just as capable as I am, are being basically left out of the new economy. So we created Lambda School as a way to fix that and make it so that it's accessible to everybody and everybody can jump into the new high paying world. And can you kind of explain what that new economy is? Because, you know, obviously people in tech who are in it kind of see it. But, you know, you said you've got friends that are outside that space. You possibly came from outside that space first before getting into tech. What does that disparity look like? I mean... <clears throat> So I have a lot of friends who are very smart, very talented, making 30, 40K with or without a college degree. It doesn't really matter. That's, that's kind of where some stuff just tops out. That's, that's as good as it gets. In San Francisco, I've seen $10,000 referral bonuses for engineers on top of the six-figure salaries. Basically, it's just the economy has shifted and tech is very valuable and non-tech stuff is becoming less and less valuable over time. But there's not really a good way in the United States to move from those low-paying jobs to the high-paying jobs that's not you know, four years of school and $100,000 in student loans or you know, 15K for a sketchy school that may or may not work. So we wanted to create a very high quality, very low risk way of moving from low income to high, basically. 
And so if a student, you know, were to go through your program, what does that look like? Uh, the program is seven and a half months full-time or a little over a year, evenings and weekends. So basically it's a full, I mean, it's a very intense, rigorous course for seven and a half months. You show up at 8 a.m. Pacific, you, we leave at 5 p.m. Pacific, you probably do stuff after that. We have 26 full-time instructors on staff and about 60 part-time people that are there to help you work through your code. And basically we turn you into a capable software engineer. And it's, yeah, it's very in-depth curriculum, very intensive environment. And it's, it's real, it's hard. Then we have career coaches on the other side that will help you, you know, prepare a resume, make sure that your portfolio is looking right and help connect you to jobs, help you know where to find jobs. And yeah, I mean, really the whole school is structured where we don't get paid until you get hired. So it's pretty, pretty unique educational environment in that sense. And what does that breakdown look like? So let's say go through the program, get hired by a major tech company. Uh, so then do you guys take a percentage or is there fees or how does that all work? So the way it works is if you don't get a job in tech making more than 50K, we never get paid a dime. If you get a job that pays more than 50K, then we'll take 17% of your salary for two years capped at 30K. So if you get a job at, you know, we had... A student last week hired at Amazon, another student hired at Google. Those salaries are so high that they'll just hit the 30K and be done. If you get a lower paying job, so say you get a job in rural Ohio that pays 50K, you'll basically pay us 17K over those two years. So total you know, 8,500 year one, 8,500 year two, and then you're done. If you don't get a job, then you don't pay us anything. So for a student who you know gets a lower paying job, it's based on that percentage. And then for a student that... Uh, it's a higher paying job, they get that, they cap out. Um, so how would that compare to someone who goes to like a traditional state college or university and gets pretty much the exact same education? So yeah, the state school, you're looking at on average 15K a year in tuition. So you'll basically pay somewhere around 60K in tuition. And that's on the cheap end. The big difference is that we try to get you into the job market as quickly as you can, as we can. So if we have a student that starts Lambda school on the same day and a student that starts at a state college on the same day, by the time the student is graduating from the state college with $60,000 in student debt, on average, a Lambda school student will have paid off Lambda school, they'll have earned an extra 300,000 in income, and they'll have three years of work experience. I don't think people factor in time to that equation as much as they should. There's just a lot of unnecessary stuff that happens in state schools. It, you know, it, it may be great, but it's not necessary for getting a job. And we are 100% dedicated to getting a job, and that's all. So it's just a, a different set of things that you would try to get out of it. Yeah, so there's no... So this is purely just teaching you how to be an engineer. There's no general education requirements. There's nothing along those lines, correct? Correct. Yeah, we're, we're basically a trade school. So there's a lot of computer science theoretic stuff that you need to understand to be a good software engineer. So unlike, you know, code boot camps, we go really deep into architecture and operating systems. We write a lot of C, a lot of low-level code because we think it's important that you understand how computers work, not just how to write your first application. If you were to take a computer science course at most universities, you would have to take two semesters of chemistry and you'd have to take some Shakespeare or something like that. We, we don't do any of that. It's purely 
job-driven software engineering. And you said you're doing a lot of stuff in C and you're exploring, you know, the early, you know, the, the kind of the basics there. And then, you know, what are some of the other areas of focus once you start getting more focused as an engineer? Yeah, so we use three different languages in Lambda School. We use JavaScript, Python, and C. We, so the first 15 weeks are full stack web development for our main track. We also have different tracks for data science in iOS and Android. But full stack web development, it's JavaScript, React, HTML, CSS, Redux, Node. So very JavaScript heavy stack for the first 15 weeks. Then we go into Python and you know we do some more of the backend-y stuff in Python. We use Django for some projects. And then we do a lot in C. And C, for those of you that don't know, is a very low level language. It's probably the lowest level, meaning like closest to the ones and zeros that anybody would reasonably write in today's world. And we do that because it doesn't, you know, a lot of the other languages have stuff built into them, like memory management and, you know, no pointers. You basically have to do stuff manually with C that happens automatically in other languages. But even when you're not using C, it's really, really important to understand what's happening under the hood when you're writing software, as opposed to just writing slow and bulky and bad applications. So it sounds like the intention is to really train these engineers to be full stack developers from back end to front end. Are you seeing anything in the blockchain space yet, or has that become an area of focus at all? Yeah, we have a bunch of hiring partners that are in the blockchain space. I mean, once you have experience as a full stack developer, the blockchain stuff isn't as hard to pick up on. You, you, know, you need to understand how the blockchain works. You need to understand how encryption works. You need to understand how private keys work. But you know, that, that's one of those things where most of that has already been built out by people like Satoshi. Very few people are actually writing code that's contributed to the Bitcoin core right now. The important thing is understanding how that works so you can build applications off of it, whether that's smart contracts in Ethereum or whether you're building an application on the blockchain itself. You should be able to pick that up pretty easily. Today's show is sponsored by Startup Circle. If you're an entrepreneur and have questions or need guidance, StartupCircle.co hosts free daily live Q&A sessions with successful founders to provide you with all the support you need to move your idea or business forward. Sessions are limited to a maximum of three attendees so you can get personalized advice. Join your first session at StartupCircle.co. It takes just a minute and it's free. And what about like DevOps and networking and that kind of stuff? Do you guys focus on that at all or? Yep. Um, so it's, you know, you could definitely go deeper than we do into, you know, database administration and cloud infrastructure. But as far as the basics, which is what you would need to be a software engineer at any company, we cover all that. So you're perfectly capable of hosting stuff securely on AWS and that kind of thing. Tell me, you know, you decided to go build this this school essentially, and this this whole you know this whole education program, you're you've completely shifted the model. So you know pay, students are only paying you if they actually get a job. So what led you down this path to be able to launch something like this? Like this is you know on one level it's like kind of obvious, like this just makes sense. But on another level, this is 
totally different than how the education system works today. So what kind of led to some of these decisions and got you to, on this path? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to get to the point where that's feasible because, I mean, it takes money. We don't get paid for a long time. You know, you have to have a high level of confidence that students will get jobs or you're going to go out of business. So we, we started very basic. Basically, we started out just being like any other code school. We just said, let's take a good code boot camp and put it online. 12 weeks, $10,000 up front. And let's figure out how to bootstrap our way into that. So we would teach these huge free classes. That was kind of our lead generation. And we would get people to, you know, after they took the free class to see that we were for real and we were good teachers. And then some of them would pay us $10,000 to train them for three months. And then we would start emailing everybody else that had joined the free class and be like, hey, we just want to understand what it is, why you're not signing up. And again and again, it was just, you know, I would love to, but I don't have the money. So we started doing something where it was $1,000 up front, and then you pay us the rest after you get a job that pays 50k. And where we would normally have five interested applicants for the normal course, we all of a sudden had 150. And then we got enough cash in the bank that we could start doing the completely free upfront and six months long as opposed to three months long. And then instead of 150 applicants, we would have 2,000. So it's kind of been a slow process to build up to where we are. And now our big challenge is, you know, how can we get as many students as possible hired before they even graduate. So we have a full career services team. We have an outreach team. They're trying to find employers to come in and hire land to school grads. We're, we're convincing the companies to hire instead of convincing the students to join us and the students will go convince the companies. It's a different challenge to make it work at scale. And we really need to make sure that you know our, our most recent cohort was 86% of the students were hired by the time they were on the job market for six months. We want to get to the point where 90% of students are hired within 90 days of graduation. So that's our goal right now. So the revenue model, it's working, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so what, and you had to go raise funding for this to kind of get it off the ground or how did that process work for you? Yeah. Um, so we, we went through Y Combinator um, and that 120,000 gave us enough to kind of start things. And we're like, okay, we can do this twice. And then if it doesn't work, we, we have to find something else. And then after, you know, when that started working, we raised a $4 million seed round after Y Combinator. And then we raised a $14 million Series A. So, you know, pretty quickly put $18 million in the bank, which was enough to grow pretty quickly and not burn through that. And we'll have to raise again just because it's a very capital intensive business. We'll probably raise huge amounts to get to the scale we want to get to. But it's definitely working. I mean, we're seeing job offers literally every single day. The incentives of the school being aligned with the incentives of the student is just very, very powerful. We will kill ourselves to help you get a job. And we have to, we'll spend money, we'll hire people, whatever we have to do to help you get hired. You know, that incentive structure just causes something very special to happen. And what about the teachers? So are they get paid immediately for teaching? And yep. then that comes out of your, your working capital and then you recoup that later once people get hired? Yep, that, that's exactly right. So we have 26 full-time instructors right now. They're all just normal employees. So they you know used to work at Apple or Google or Facebook and we hire them. We try to find in, 
instructors who both have a lot of industry experience and are good at teaching. And not every engineer is a good teacher and not every teacher is a good engineer. So those those folks are expensive and they're hard to find. But when we find them, I think it, it's really pretty cool. So yeah, all of the instructors are full-time W-2 employees. They all get paid up front like any normal employee would. And then it's my job as CEO and our finance team to make sure that we're balancing things out with growth and hiring and making sure that we'll not lose money in the long run, basically. And so again, going back to you and, uh, you know, what got you into this? What was the moment for you that, you know, led you to really start this startup and go down this direction? I had a friend who is just incredibly smart and he reached out to me like, hey, you know, what should I, I want to become a software engineer. What would you recommend? And I realized that there wasn't anything that I could recommend to him in good conscience. Like there are schools that will take your money and they'll train you for three months. But the likelihood that you will be a successful engineer on the other side of that is remarkably small, given that high level of risk. And it started out by me saying, you know, why don't me and my friend just train you? And then we realized, well, we could, instead of training one person, we could train five people and that wouldn't make a big difference. And so it kind of just snowballed from there. It was just, there's not, there's nothing that I'm confident in that I would recommend to a friend or family member who wanted to learn to code. Even though there are a hundred code schools out there, I just don't think any of them do what you need to do and are worth the price they charge. So that's, that was really what started it. And then you've got a background in software engineering yourself, obviously, as well, right? Eh, kind of. I'm, most of our students are better than me now. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay. But you're, you're obviously able to understand and run the business and work things as a CEO and yeah, I understand enough that I'm, you know, I know we're not being led down dangerous paths. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've got to ask, so when is something uh, that, what is one time in your life that you've had to hack something? Oh, man. I mean, I think the the early days of Lambda School were probably the, the hardest because we didn't have any money. And we wanted to do this school that was free until you're hired. But how do you do that when you don't have any money? So we, we came up with this pretty interesting we basically said, okay, the course is going to be six months long and $20,000 and did the math so that in those days, if we would have one or two people that would pay for that, we could use that to fund everything else. And then we would just have everybody else on an income share agreement on the back end. So the first two courses, basically, we just worked like crazy to find a couple or three people who would pay us $20,000. And that got the ball rolling. Getting that started was, I mean, finding people who will pay an unknown school $20,000 is not easy. So I think, you know, our free classes that served kind of as a, as a hack to, to get that done. So we just said, you know, posted on Reddit, hey, we're teaching a free month-long introduction to programming. And we got thousands of people to sign up. And of those thousand people that signed up, there are a couple that believed in us and had a little bit of extra money that they could throw at it. So I think that was probably the hardest part of getting the whole thing off the ground. Now it's not a problem. Now $20,000 isn't a big deal. But back then it was very, very hard to come by. So you basically had to growth hack this thing in you said you posted on Reddit, right? Okay. Yeah, and we posted everywhere. We posted on Reddit, we posted in Facebook groups, we posted on Hacker News, we built some viral loops into the sign-up flow. It was very growth hacky business in the early days. Yeah. And so now you're you said you're you've got over two thousand uh, students per session and what what's the growth trajectory looking like now? Yeah, so this month we added two hundred and fifty students. So, you know, basically we, so our first year of operation was kind of middle to end of 2017 and we trained like 
200 software engineers in that time. In 2018, we started 1,000 software engineers. In 2019, we're looking at 3,000. So our early cohorts were 20 people. Now they're 250 starting every five weeks. So it's the growth has been pretty intense on all sides. It's been fun. Today's podcast is sponsored by Startup Circle. If you're an entrepreneur and have questions or need guidance, StartupCircle.co hosts free daily live Q&A sessions with successful founders to provide you with all the support you need to move your idea or business forward. Sessions are limited to a maximum of three attendees so you can get personalized advice. Join your first session at StartupCircle.co. It takes a minute and it's free. And so how does it work if, so do you do, so can people just join existing programs as is and then they kind of have their own trajectory or is there like fixed, like, you know, we're starting this semester on this date and you have to be, how does that work? Yeah. So every five weeks we start a new cohort. Um, So you apply, you're given some pre-course work, you show us that you're capable and that we should invest in you by how well you do on that pre-course work and how diligent you are. If you do well on it, then we'll say, you know what, we're going to invest in you. We'll make your tuition free until you're hired. Then every every five weeks, there's another start date and we'll have a group start and everybody kind of goes through it together. Um, We we do something called mastery-based progression where at the end of every week, we have a sprint challenge. If you don't pass that sprint challenge, you don't move on to the next week because you'll just get buried. So you roll back and we form a new cohort that next week and you go through the same material again. Because for us, it's very important that when you graduate from Lambda, we want to say this person has a stamp of approval. They understand these 120 things and we know that we've verified that and we'll stand by them. In in the long term, that will matter a lot when it comes to employers and hiring that they, they know what a Lambda graduate means. And what are some of the companies that are hiring your students? Oh man, it's all over the place. We in the last month we had everyone from Nordstrom to Google to Kroger to companies that no one's ever heard of. Some of the best, you know, hiring companies are companies that have ten thousand employees that you or I have never heard of that just need software engineers and they'll pay well and you know, they'll pay a hundred thousand dollars a year in the Midwest, which is a really good standard of living, especially for a junior engineer. And yeah, so it, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. We can accommodate all of it. And do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, go to lambdaschool.com and apply for one of our, take one of our free classes or, you know, I'm Austin Allred on Twitter. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This concludes another episode of the Hacker Noon Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Lipinski. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on social media. You can also find us at hackernoon.com and podcast.hackernoon.com for more episodes. Thank you for listening.